Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. We're going to have a really big show today. Uh, that's our good friend, Louis Rodriguez, on recording this week. Um, he's out, so many prayers for him. Uh, he's not feeling too well. Uh, I'm not for sure what's going on there, but uh, hopefully it's uh, nothing too serious. Um, but anyhow, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. And we're uh, we're going to do something just a little bit different this week Uh I'm going to go around the table and do introductions, and then I'll talk about some Revolver Broadcasting stuff, and then, yeah. Um, so, across from me, bringing the message this week is my dad. He's back. Good to be back. Gary Moore. Hey, man. Hey, it's good to be in the studio with you gentlemen. It's uh, good to be back behind, um, especially after coming off of being in the presence of 45. Now, <laughs> it, yeah. was a, it was a beautiful thing being there, you know. You just don't necessarily always assume that you're going to show up and hey you're going to host and then we've got another special guest so you're a special guest and then we've got an even greater special guest it's number 45 donald j trump so that was that was really cool (laughs) you don't get that every day you know for someone like me the regular guy you know you're not going to see joe biden with the regular guy they got to get him out of the bed first. It's nine thirty, ten o'clock, and like then they got to have him back in the cryostasis unit uh, by twelve thirty one o'clock. So yeah. you don't get a whole lot of time with him and the regular guy. So you're saying the regular guy just needs to become a CNA? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> or an RN. That's fair. That's fair. They probably need that. Yeah. And that voice you're hearing right there is the host of the Laughing Libertarian, Alan McFarland. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to have you, sir. Always a pleasure. So I'm ha- glad. I'm always glad and happy to have you here. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, I'm upset. It's- Go away. <laughs> 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 and uh, he he brought the message uh, on uh, last week's episode, and um, I think uh, I think it uh, touched everybody's hearts. Um, it was uh, it was really a really good episode. Um, controlling your feelings. So go check that one out, um, Mr. Cam Reed. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, certainly. And uh, he, uh, if you don't know much about Cam, uh, he's, he's a he's a young guy, 23 years old, and he's apprenticing here with Revolver Broadcasting, and he's learning a lot. And, uh, yeah, I can't say enough good things about him. He, uh, he pitches in where he's needed. So we're always happy to have him. Uh, he's he's uh, he's sitting in Louis's seat this week, so it's that's a big seat to fill. Very big. <laughs> or we could say really big, right? Really, <laughs> really big. big show. Really big seat to fill. <laughs> and speaking of revolver broadcasting, um, we don't just have this show, Faith, Family, and Politics, as I mentioned before. We got you know Alan here in studio and um, his show, The Laughing Libertarian. If you haven't seen any of those episodes, go back and binge watch all of them. Uh, they're a good time. They, they're sure to make you laugh. And uh, Louie, who's out this week, uh, he, he's got a show called Rodriguez Rants. So you got to make sure and go see that as well. Um, and uh, our fourth show, uh, What is the Truth About dot 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 with Danny. Um, that's the refresh title. Uh, our host Danny Tippett. Um, that, his third episode dropped this, this week, um, and it was on video for oh, the first time. Yeah, That's good. So he's stepping up his game. He put that epic beard on camera. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, make sure and go and check that out as well. And you can find all of our shows or programming, however you want to see it, 
<laughs> that stirs Alan's soul a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can check all that out on our, our Revolver uh, Broadcasting Facebook page as of current. Uh, we're working on um, getting a website going. Um, we've got a lot of other things uh, where we're brewing in on um, comic books for entertainment, um, just for entertainment's sake. Um, none of this uh, woke stuff or any kind of special agenda. Um, a good friend of the show said, hey, I can I can put some comic books together. And we're also talking about uh, apparel in our future. We're talking about, um, you know, T-shirts, tumblers, all that good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, just, just be on the lookout for that because we've got a lot of fun things ahead. Um, it's, it's down the pike. It may take a while because we're doing this on a broke budget. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so we got to do a lot of day job wheeling and dealing. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's, it's darn near killed Alan. He's trying, <laughs> he's really trying. So pray for him. <laughs> he needs it. All right. Um, so this week, dad, um, you have a title for us Yes. on this message. The warrior that I am. The warrior that I am. Yes. I like it. Um, you want to start us off with prayer? Yes. Yeah. Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you praise going on first for our salvation, Lord. We know that you are reigning on high, but Lord, we also know that you're just as, as close to us as the person that is right next to us, Lord. We know as we sit down at this time to run through not only the word, but a little bit of family time, but in, get into the politic aspects of life. We know that you have a hand in each and every bit of it, Lord. We just ask that those that will be watching this, Lord, will just get a blessing, not only from your word, Lord, but just be uplifted by the communication between good friends and family, Lord. We just ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. 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 All righty. Well, we're going to start off in First Samuel. And this kind of runs on the notion that we've kind of, we as a society, and you've already referenced it, we are a woke society. And the whole notion, you, when you look at the facet of woke, I get up in the morning, I woke up. I feel like that's a good day. I feel like I'm awakened in the morning. Well, I'm awakened. Um, well, I have a German I'm shepherd, stirred. a three-year-old German shepherd that comes and gets in my face. Oh, I, I'm awakened in the morning. Yeah, touche. <laughs> you're, you're probably smothered, correct? <laughs> well, if, maybe if, a little bit. Yeah, if the wife's not waking me up at 3 o'clock in the morning, turn the light on because she's getting ready for work. <laughs> I just got to bed at 2 a.m. Leave me alone. <laughs> You're the one that's got to work on that aspect. Of well, it. hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in here doing this revolver broadcasting thing. All so, right. Well, he's battling <laughs> on, and we're going to battle through also. And the beautiful thing is, is we kind of, we go through life, and we come up with struggles. Everyone has struggles, right? Yeah. You don't have any struggles, Alan? Not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> None perfect. whatsoever. Perfect. Your life is so perfect, it's just it would, it would rainbows sail. and yeah. and. and Sunflowers. Well, and the cherry on top. With the the, the cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a hot fudge Sunday, huh? Yeah. With a sunflower in there. I mean, with a sunflower. That's what he tells himself when he looks in the mirror, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, that's in life, we all can't be Alan. And so we all have struggles. We have battles that we must contend with. Yeah. And a lot of times, we as men, we kind of have that uh, philosophy that. Man, if I just, I just hustle, get my, get my head down, and just hustle through, I won't have to deal with what's in front of me, and that's not the life that you want. 
because sooner or later you're going to have to look up and realize that you're in quicksand. Now, granted, there's going to be someone that's going to say, hey, in quicksand, in quicksand, the best optimum thing to do is to not move and find a way to lift yourself out or drag yourself out. But metaphorically, quicksand keeps you in a position to where every motion forward only brings you deeper into your situation. And that's what we want to try to get through is to teach a man how to be who he wants to be. Because, I mean, let's all face it. Every time a man watches Rocky, a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and I'm, you know, Sylvester Sloan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, it may be for some that they are big fans of all the fighting that Jean-Claude Van Damme done. And so there's there are action people that when we watch their movie, a Jackie Chan, you, you, everyone just enjoys a Jackie Chan movie. There's just something wrong with you if you don't. Even his early stuff has has humor and it has has some really cool fight scenes. And when you understand to the philosophy that he battles to the point that even portions of that movie, he's hurt and he is still fighting through. There's been several of them where he's had cracked ribs, a broken leg, um, <laughs> messed up hands. I, I, I feel a smidgen of his pain. I'm down here working. I'm got a sprained ankle right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, right? <laughs> but hey, way, way to power through, Josh. Right? Yes, way to power through. But I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm also working my day job. I'm I stand on my feet most of the day, so I, I so, feel like I'm fair enough. <laughs> so, with that stated, in in life, you've got to make a decision. Are you going to battle through? Are you going to step up? Um, the only way in baseball you hit a home run is you got to swing the bat at the ball. You can't stand there and watch three strike three balls go by that are right down the middle, beautiful home run pitches, and don't swing. It's just not going to go over the fence for you. You can't score a touchdown if you don't run the ball. And so, yeah, you you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. All yeah, that good stuff. yes, exactly. You miss a hundred percent of shots you don't take. So, with that stated, we're going to kind of take a look at a couple people in scripture that stepped out of their comfort zone trusting that God has something for them now in first Samuel chapter 14 verse 1 says now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan the son of Saul King Saul said unto the young man that bear his armor come and let us go over to the Philistines which was a crew of people that just battled against the nation of Israel and um, for several years, and realistically, let's be honest, their descendants are still battling against the nation of Israel. As they come and let us go over unto, over to the Philistines' garrison. Now, a garrison is basically like their base, or their their base of station, whether it be tents, a city, a town that they've that they've fortified up. A fort. Um, a fortress is how is how Google defined it. It was a fortress or a town, but when you're you're on the battlefield, not always are you going to have a you know you're not going to have the Hilton, or if you live in Indianapolis, the JW Marriott. Yeah, to uh, to rest in. So um, you might find yourself in a tent with your back up against your buddy 
Say, now, Forrest, you lean up again me, and I'll lean up again you, and we won't get wet. But I digress. Let's go to the other side. But he did not tell his father, so he did not say anything to the king. So we jump over to verse 4. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over unto the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on the one side and a sharp rock on the other side. So he's got opposing forces that are going to keep him. He's If he's going to get through this point, there's going to be that possibility of some pain. So in order to get through, he's got to make a decision. I can fight on through, may get hurt, may get cut, but what am I going to do? So this is the, um, we're going to go on and get into a little bit of, um, on the other side. And the name of one was Bezos, and the name of the other, Sanu, and I'm sure I botched that, and I'm sure someone Close did. enough. Yes. Good, good enough for government work. So, some Bible scholar is going to go, man, he just botched that majorly. Um, it's, the, it's the redneck version. Yeah, the, the forefront of the one was uh, situated toward the northward against um, Machbash, and the other southward over against uh, Gibeah, Gibeah, Gibeah. And Jonathan said to the young man that bear his armor, so keep in mind, you've got one warrior and then the armor bearer. So here's someone that is, um, when it comes to knights, you've got your squire, an armor bearer. Your squire kind of does a little bit of both, but you've got, you kind of start off as, a, as an apprentice and when you're dealing in, in knight and getting to a level of being a knight. Kind of like, like Cam does here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you've got to start out, in some cases, you're sweeping the floor, and eventually you can get up to where you have an understanding of the battle and the understanding of the armor and the weapons that are used. Um, if your knight is uh, proficient in the bow, then you know what how the bow is made up and how to tell when the bow is off. It's damaged and will um, nothing well, is worse. It only shoots in an L shape. <laughs> hey, if you get a bow that'll shoot in an L shape, kudos to you. As a general rule, it doesn't work that way. It's usually a straight it's shot. A it's, only, it's only the night shooting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a night after a few bourbons, <laughs> leaves the bow and just hits the ground. Yeah, <laughs> didn't pull back. Or, you know, worst kind of kind of pull the string and watch it worst, hold in on each other. Worst prequel ever. You know, for wanted. Just, just curve the arrow. Just curve the arrow. <laughs> we exactly. still watch it. <laughs> yes. yes, we would. We're, we're all sitting. Yeah, I can make that bullet turn. All I gotta do is flick my wrist, just like in bowling. Yeah, but please, but, hang on. please make that film so that Alan and I can just sit here in studio and critique cur- it. Curve the arrow. Yeah, curve the arrow. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, men, men in tights. <laughs> yes. Tight tights. Yes. Tight. Tight. Sorry. Every time. So it's a great film. All righty. Verse six it says, And Jonathan Jonathan said to the young man, keep in mind this is a man that is this young man has an understanding of war, but does not have the training that Jonathan has. So this is yeah. this is in essence Jonathan going up against the army of the Philistines. Um basically on his own. But this young man said, Hey, where you go, I'll go. And that's what he's gonna say. So let's uh, get to the garrison of the uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. 
And his armor bearer said unto him, now this is what I like. This is someone that says, let's go. This is almost that redneck moment where it says, like, hold my beer. <laughs> um, for those that understand that philosophy. Um, or root beer for the rest of or us. root beer for the, for the non-drinkers, yes. <laughs> Nothing like a solid root beer just to make things go great. Nothing ends the night better like a good good root beer. Um, do all that is in thine heart turn thee. Behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. So it's like, definitely, let's go. Uh, wherever you go, I'm going to go. So that's a young man that's putting all his trust in his commanding officer, in his knight. Now, I, must, I will say, though, with your cadence, you're like, and then he said, I like this. <laughs> and I was like, he said, I like this? That's in the Bible? He's like, yeah, yeah. I like this. <laughs> well, you, you got to realize. You think of like there, a Hodge there, twins. There, there is an aspect, <laughs> yeah. is an aspect yeah. of how things are written in Scripture. But when you're there on the battlefield, you, you just kind of get that set um, notion that, you know, the individual that's writing is going to write in his specific um, specific uh, understanding and his perception and how he receives it, but when you're when you're in a situation to where you're you're like this, and you kind of make the comment, you know, wherever thine heart goes, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So you kind of look at that and it's like, okay, that's someone that's just he's he's just went into the BA level, yeah, and um, so he's he's he is stepping out. He's like, we got this. Wherever you're going, I'm going. And that's that's kind of where I want everyone to get to is kind of coming into that notion. Then Jonathan said, uh, then said Jonathan, behold, we will pass over unto these men and we will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, tarry until we come to you, then we'll, we will stand still in our place and will not go up unto them. But if they say thus, come up unto us, then we will go up, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hands, our hand. And this shall be a sign unto us. And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, behold, the Hebrews come forth. It's interesting. Hebrews, that's plural. It's not just a Hebrew. That's a good joke, you know. If you ever, it's a lot of if coffee. You, if makers. you need a, if you need a good dad joke, it's like in Scripture, who made the coffee? Well, Hebrews. So now you know who in. They got Alan in, to laugh, so that's that's all I need. <laughs> There's a dad joke you can share with the daughters, and who brews the coffee? I'm just thinking, like his monologue, not your monologue, but his monologue is fantastic, considering these people must not be advancing very quickly. <laughs> he's like let me tell you and it's like dude, they're running they're running at us at this point it's more like let me tell you <laughs> very grandiose yes <laughs> and uh, so come forth out of the holes where they had hid themselves and the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said come up to us and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, into the hand of Israel. So literally, I just want to kind of make a point right there, is we have a society right now that 
is anti-American. They want all the benefits of America. They want all the the social benefits of America. Yeah, we'll get to that. But they hate the country. Okay, just just yeah, so yeah. so we 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 yeah. see we see national pride right here. Um, and Jonathan climbed up upon his hands, and upon his feet, and his armor bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer and slew after him. And the first, that first slaughter, which Jonathan, the king's son, and his armor bearer made was about 20 men within as it were a half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. Now, I I know, granted, that don't seem like a whole lot, but you are talking about two people, one that is trained for war and one that just his whole job is to... Anything that the soldier or the knight doesn't have on him, his squire, his armor bearer has. So when you look at it like that, and in some cases the armor bearer, he's also the same one that's holding the shield. So he's kind of out in front. He's he's kind of he's doing all this. (laughs) He's utility. (laughs) Or if it's really close combat, the knight goes scalpel. Interesting enough, we'll get into a top, uh, into a section of this that in one of the weapons that is identified in in the ba- in the battle armor for a believer, realistically transforms. It, you have the sword, but there is also in essence a dagger, and it's it's used for close combat fighting. And uh, I know I'll botch it when I get to it, but we'll we'll. We'll get through that. Do they Michael uh, Jackson it? Do they like tie their wrists together and jump around in circles trying to stab each other in a subway? No, no, it never <laughs> worked like that. I, I think Weird Al Yankovic had it a whole lot better than, than Michael uh, Jackson did. Way more accurate. Yes. And there was a trembling in the host in the field, and among all the people in the garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled, and the earth quaked. So it was a very great trembling. This victory was so in so bathed by God the ground shook because 20 men died why because faith endured faith is what stepped out when when you when you go through and you have faith and and belief in God to the point that you can just say let's go wherever you go Lord wherever you send me I'll go and that's that's really you 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 see I guess right now, this just popped in my head. It's dangerous with the things that pop into my head some days. But this is a good thing. <laughs> Jonathan is almost a, a, a type of Christ. And I'm sure someone's going to say, but just before you, get, before you get to the wandering, you've got Jesus is saying, follow me. Come and see, follow me. You've got the armor bearer saying, wherever you go, I'm going. Whatever's in your heart, I'm there. So what you see here is exactly, is exactly that. And that, like I said, that's just a beautiful thing right there. So it's loyalty. It, yeah, a, a loyalty to the point that it's, it's surrendering to, to Christ. And he was surrendering. It's like, here's my life. It, it's my life is in your hands. I'm here to battle with you, for you. Let's go for it. So, like I said, that just, just popped into my head. Um, now, want to take a look at someone else that uh, he was just a little bit different 
But I want you to also notice, he's like, if they say this, we're not going up. If they say this, we are. So one of the things that's critical about our relationship with Christ is listening, praying, listening, and waiting for that response. And if the Lord lays something on your heart, you know, it's like if you decide you're going to change jobs and you're just like, the job is, okay, here's the job, here's the package, here's the pay. You got the vacation. Um, the total package is just like, this is unbelievable. There's just, I would be wrong not to take this. But then you're going, I could end up two months out of the year, I'm on the road traveling for this job. But the total pay package and the vacation package and all of that is like, it's almost double what you're doing now. But you're still looking at that two, three months out of the year, I'm traveling for this job. And I've got to make sure everything lines up. So that's a big decision. That's not something that you go, you just look at the, you know, six-figure paycheck and go, go for it. No, no, you kind of make sure that that's what works best for you and for your family. Um, I think that you said, when you said family, it's like that would be the hardest part of that decision because you know that um, there's someone at home or someones, like, you know, yeah. multiple people at home waiting going, uh, I don't get to see you for two months. That's uh, that's not worth my happiness. Yeah. But then you go, I just, who are you guys again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you people. Right. I wandered into the wrong house. <laughs> I meant to wander into Holiday Inn Express. Look, <laughs> <laughs> But look at all the nice things I brought home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. You can afford um, it now. Exactly. But, and yeah, you can look at it in that fashion and we can joke about it. But in, in the end, it's, but that's is, what I'm this, is this a commitment that you're willing to, to step out on to say, okay, I'm the next 30 years of my life. Am I really itching to say, this is what I want? And um, trying to decide that. And for that matter, you've got uh, men that have looked into to uh, a gentleman on Moody Radio. had uh, His prayer request this morning is that he had quit his job. He had put in 35 years with a company and went full-time ministry. And so he, he um, it was not decided easily you don't you don't make that decision and just go you know the lord put it in the clouds go and start a church and uh you start the church and and things just don't go the way you think and you're like lord what happened this is like i didn't tell you to go start a church i told you to go grow corn (laughs) you didn't read the message in the clouds correctly um so, that type of scenario. So it's it's to be fair. Did this guy have dyslexia? <laughs> <laughs> I won't say yes. I won't say no. Oh. I, I I know the days that I have. There's times that that qualifies, and and it's like, oh look at that. That's a pretty bird. Um, but anyway, we've got another gentleman that kind of falls into that category, and that would be Gideon. And uh, Gideon, he was threshing wheat in the wine press. So he was, he was in a completely different area, um, trying to beat out the wheat, um, you know, hiding from the Midianites who had control 
of the of the nation of Israel. So God comes to him and says, "Hey, I want you to go fight the Midianites." And he's like, uh, "Okay, Lord, I kind of need a little bit of proof that it's you." Uh, here's this fleece. Uh, I want it wet and the dry, uh, the ground around it dry. Or no, actually, I think it was the other way around the first time. So uh, I want the ground wet, fleece dry. Well, it's dry. It's like, all right, Lord, uh, uh, let me see one more time. Uh, ground dry, fleece, only thing wet. Next morning, rings out like whole pail full of water. So it's like, and uh, to say the least, so we've got someone that is leery. And I think we can not kind of all get into our situations. We find that kind of come up. But uh, one of the things, let me just make sure I head to the right verse here. Okay. Well, I think you brought up something really interesting, too, because I, I, I know that I know a lot of people, and I've even done it myself, where I'd like, hey, God, you know, if you if you do this, uh, I'll, I'll know it, I'll know it's you're talking, you're talking to me right now. And. And then, uh, then you do that thing where you, you try to rationalize what just happened. Yeah. Where you're just yeah. Like, 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 hey, you yeah, know, well, <laughs> okay. if you make it rain right now, I'll know it's you talking to me. And it starts raining and be like, oh, well, yeah, well, the weather guy said, you know, it was supposed to about The weather guy chance. said it was a 60% chance of rain. <laughs> so here it is, you know, that you try to. And then <laughs> I was like, well, I, I tell you what, if you're going to play that game, then the best thing to do is like, all right, Lord, now right here over my house, if you could keep it dry and everywhere else around my house, Rains, um, then I'm on a definitely no. And then, of course, if you live here in Indianapolis, it will rain two blocks north, two blocks south, and your two blocks are <laughs> bone dry. And we can definitely get that. It's uh, it's raining cats and dogs in Beach Grove. <laughs> like, well, I'm at Raymond, and it ain't raining at all. <laughs> well, I said Beach Grove, not Raymond Street. But anyway, anyway, we've got those are uh, very local references. So yes, yes. <laughs> you'll have to look it up on a right, yes. Beach Grove map. Check, check out our town. Check out. Come and see all the sights and sounds of Indianapolis. We've got something for everyone, woke and unwoke. And if you want to sleep, we've got good places to sleep too. Come enjoy the races. Enjoy the fine food. But uh, what we have here is we've got Gibeon. Who uh, Gideon went through? God said, "All right, I need you to go fight him." Yeah. And he says, "He works down. He uh, gets the men together, and you got too many men." He starts out, brings the people in. I think he's got. Oh goodness! You reach a certain age, you get to the point that you can't read your. Well, uh, if he's got too many men, then there's a flag on the play, right? Well. Uh, let's see here, 20,000 men. Yeah, definitely too many men on the field. Yeah, too many men on the field, um, at least for God, because if you've got 20,000 men on the field going up against 2,000, good likelihood in your app games, if you've got more than the other guy, you're going to win. Um, but um, nonetheless. <laughs> An interesting Muppet voice that just developed here. And yet, and yet four and a half times less. Than the number of people they need to get your tax money. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, he starts out with an astronomical number. He's like, hey, listen, whoever is scared, go home. God said it's all right. So he's left with another number, a number number of men. And God said it's too many. He's like, all right, now take them down to the water. 
and watch how they drink. If they drink... <laughs> in a van down by the, the river. river. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, you might ask yourself... <laughs> you, you joined the right army. Do you want to live in a van down, down by, by the, the river? river? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no. I, I don't recommend it. It's... Uh, that's good for fishing, but not good for rainy days. Uh, watch the flash floods. Um, but anyway, they get down, and if they'll kind of scoop the water up to their mouth, but, you know, still kind of watching, and then you got those that'll literally get down and lap like a dog. So that's how they divided the next group. So you're down to, you're down to the 300, which is, no, this isn't Sparta. So let's just establish that now. Not Sparta. Okay. We're talking about Israel, not Sparta. Hebrews, not Greeks. Yes. <laughs> There'll be a battle for them later on. Short but mighty. Yes. It's all Greek to me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this scribble. Um, But anyway, so he gets down to the 300, and, and he's God's like, listen, I know you're a little scared, but I'm going to go through and I'm going to help you out. I want you to go down to the camp hear what they got to say but if you're afraid take someone with you so you got two that are going to go down and uh, God goes through and says and and it came to pass verse 9 of uh, Judges chapter 7 and it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him arise get thee down unto the host for I have delivered into it into thine hand but if thou fear to go down, go thou with uh, Farah, thy servant, down to the host, and thou shalt hear what they say, and afterwards shall thine hands be strengthened to go down unto the host. Then went he down with Farah, his servant, unto the outside of the armed men that were in, uh, were in the host, and the Midianites and the Amalekites, and all the children of the east lay alone in the valley like grasshoppers for multitude and their camels were without number as the sand of the seaside of for multitude and when Gideon was come behold there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said behold I had a dream I dreamed a dream and lo a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian and it came unto a tent, and smote it, that it fell, and overturned it, that the tent lay alone. And his fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into Midian, um, um, Israel, for into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the hosts. Let me flip the page here. Turn the page. Oh, man. For those that have a Bob Seger need, I just gave you a little bit for you there. Not much, but a little bit. And it was so, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, that he worshipped and returned into the host of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into our hands the host of Midian. I'll tell you what, if you want... You want to see victory, you've got to step out on faith. You've got to step out. And if you'll take the time 
to to stand up, you'll find a lot of times when you feel like you're being beat the most by the devil, just know that's when you've got him on the ropes. You're the one that's not on the ropes. He is. Because when he is fighting you to the point that you feel like you're getting beat, you're winning. Because Christ is doing the fighting for you. See, I feel like they already stepped out on faith when they were drinking out of the river. Yeah, I mean, it's a good way to get cholera. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, let's do this. Let's see what happens. The strong will survive. Yes. Well, now I'd just like to say, for the record, water was a whole lot cleaner back then. Well, right, and our bodies were adapted to a lot of those things that were not. Yes. Um, yes, most definitely. What and was that? Uh, Nineteen thousand seven hundred people didn't go. So, or did they really just have to go? <laughs> Too much water. <laughs> Well, a lot of feet in the water. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, man. A few more things in there. Too. Yes, yes. That's how people bathed, I believe. So. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> if the water's moving, there could only be so much, so many pathogens, so you you, you fight through. Poor um, Cam, he's as red as my microphone right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not sure how to process. He's like, Lord, I need a little help on this battle. I don't know if I'm going to make it through. I didn't realize what I was going to get into. It was so much easier when I was in the other chair, Lord. I could control <laughs> the pace of the laughter. <laughs> but um, you, you spoke to um, the, the 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 devil making it look like you're on the ropes. And uh, that's when he's fighting you the hardest, right? And yeah. I think Cam knows that really well, right? Especially in recent years. Yes. Um, if you don't, would you mind uh, talking a little bit about that? I made a lot of bad decisions, allowed myself to think that I was in control, and very quickly throughout those years was reminded that each time I thought I was winning, it was just another portion of calm as I was being beaten by those bad decisions. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, our, our decisions have a tendency to... Uh, to throw us into situations to where we get smacked around. And sometimes it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing, especially when you see the truth that's in it. Uh, when you, when you see that God has something for you on the other side of it. So oftentimes we we're all very guilty of, all right, Lord, take this from me. And a lot of times I, I have found more times than not that for me, I had to go all the way through the fight. That way, when I get to the other side and I've got someone that's saying, well, you know, you don't know how I'm feeling. And then I'm like, well, okay, well, I don't know. You tell me what you're going through and I'll tell you if I know or not, because you don't know enough about me. And I'll say about seven times out of 10, I've experienced what they've been going through. Um, you know, those that have been on drugs, I, I'm a big person. I've played sports good portion of my life. Um, I've been a massive workhorse to say the least. So I've, I've done a lot of things that have broken my body. And when people say, well, you know, um, painkillers, they're just, they, it's a disease. I'm like, no, no, no. It was a choice you made. Um, because if it wasn't for God, I, I know I would have buried myself in them very easily. We we talked about that a little bit on on the uh, episode a couple episodes ago with Danny Tippett uh, on here, 
talking about those neural pathways. We create those neural pathways. Uh, but I will say this, Dad, uh, we'll go into the next step there is reaching out to God so that um, having that difficulty and being against the ropes and then understanding that you need to reach out to God. So yeah. uh, I want to give uh, credit to Cam because he was willing to reach out to God. Yeah. And then through that prayer, he started talking with our perfect producer, Sterling, who's his cousin. And I'm they sorry. I'm re- so sorry, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It, it happens. Um, they were able to reconnect, and, and uh, Sterling has been mentoring him. And I'm, I'm glad that Sterling has also been bringing him here because it brought him into this community. And uh, so we've all got your bo- backs, too. You know, we got your back, too. And They got your back. I got you six. Yeah. I'm more military. Yeah. <laughs> However you look at it, <laughs> respect. We're we're here for you, and yes. and know that you know, not only is God in your corner, which is that's all you really need, but yes. you got Jesus in your corner as well. Yeah. And then you got this crew, uh, easily following, yeah. picking up, and following with that too. That so. that's that was one of the things that I I really enjoyed when um everyone loves to use the well it's a we're looking at a very David and Goliath battle here, and it's like, do you honestly know? Who was the biggest person on that field? God was. It was like, I come to you in the name of God, the God of Israel. So who was standing there with David in that moment? It was the Trinity was standing there. The I am. Like, the I am. <laughs> Yahweh, the El Shaddai, um, uh, Jehovah Jireh, I, I think he deliverer. Um, the Lord, my deliverer, I think that's, Lots of that's correctly. Yes. So w- when you look at it that fashion, when you put it in the correct perspective and you realize that when you've got him right there and it feels as though the devil's coming up against you, you know, that's just uh, in boxing. This is the best way to analogize it. In boxing, uh, Rocky's, Rocky's trainer says, if you got to fight for uh, three hours, you train 3,000 minutes, and that way you've got all the trainings you need to, to get in there to beat that guy senseless because he's going to beat you senseless if he gets the chance. So that's that's the worst impression of him, but it's pretty that's pretty good, though. I didn't uh, know how far out your bottom lip was going to go. I, <laughs> I was like, do I need to lean back? Back? <laughs> No, no, but no, so. Back in my mic. <laughs> We don't have Mr. Hess in, in, in studio right now to do all our impersonations. He's yeah. he's uh, the, the top yeah. <laughs> top guy in Revolver to do so, that. So <laughs> to, to say the least, we, we get into those struggles. In order to win, you've got to go through some stuff. And a lot of times we, we kind of forget that little battles are opportunities of training. And when we realize it's like, okay, I had to go through that so I get stronger. It's like, you know, no pain, no gain. And uh, when you get into the gym <laughs> – <laughs> Here comes the boom reference. <laughs> no pain, no gain. Or even just a teaching experience. Yes, yes. And, and when you when you step out of your comfort zone, and that's realistically, that's what this is all about. It is stepping out of your comfort zone. When you do that, that's when God says, aha, aha. And he can do something for you because he, he knows it's like, all right, I know where he's at. And this is what I've been waiting for. And God says, that's when God gets the opportunity to look at the angels and says, watch what's getting ready to happen. Watch, watch, watch what's getting ready to happen. Now, and speaking of watching what's getting ready to happen, and, and, and I don't want to feel like you're, you're too picked on this week, Cam, but like this guy did not want to be in front of the camera. He was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But 
God worked on his heart. Yeah. God worked on his heart, and he did a, did a darn good job. And he and he sat in your seat last week, and I, my no, no, my this, chest. It's not my seat. It is. <laughs> well, it is for your for current me. seat. Yes. But <laughs> but it's like I'm proud of that moment because I I know that God worked on his heart and and got him here. Yeah. And then, um, you know, unfortunately, Louis not feeling well this week, and he was like, "I'm stepping up." So, you know, and that's 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 some of the best stuff. And watch what's about to happen. Watch what's about to happen. <laughs> so, as you grow and as you step, <laughs> when you step out on faith, you, you're saying, "I want more, more of this, more of that." And and the closer you get with God, He's going to see that, and He just loves that. He He loves seeing things change. Um, you know, you look back, and so many depictions of Jesus in the in different movies. In some cases, you know, you just they kept him serious, and so almost uh, mechanical to a degree. But literally, there's so many aspects of what. Jesus did. Um, I mean, I can do. I can see Jesus when he interacts with a child. It just it it is very playful, and um, you know he's they're out there playing ball, playing soccer, whatever it is. He's right in the mix, and and he's not he's not trying to beat them down. He's he's playing with them at their level. And that's the beautiful thing. And when we see that and we respond in that fashion, that's when we can see things take place that just go beyond. And with that said, there are things in our life that we've got to step out and, and take hold of. And with that said, in Ephesians chapter 6, there's a lot of Bible scholars that will say, ah, he's heading for the armor of God. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, let's face it. We, we've talked about two warriors that trusted in God and listened to God. Um, well, they took a hold of the armor themselves. So uh, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What are the wiles of the devil? Anything that he can put in your way to knock you down, knock you around, make you fall, make you trip. And, it's like uh, spraining your ankle on the way to get milkshakes. <laughs> I'm not commenting on that night. <laughs> Gravity's been here way too long. <laughs> Only once. Gravity was here in the beginning. And, uh, so, um, so the wiles against the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So a lot of times we're looking at our situation and the person that cuts you off on the road. Mm, that's... May have been a foolish person. Supposed to love them and pray for them. Yes, pray for them or pet them. <laughs> no, okay, I mean sorry. that's an well, option. <laughs> it's not what you really want to do. If you really love the Lord, you you, you try to move past that. Um, mm. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> yes, but now <laughs> thanks, Sterling. <laughs> how how I view that it, it's it runs back to a conversation that I had with my boss, and I, I know we're kind of stepping off just a little bit here again, but. Being the bigger person, someone wrongs you, um, well, you need to be the bigger person. Well, at what point is being the bigger person, you got to say no more. Well, let's keep something in perspective. 
God said that he will judge. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't a level of judging that needs to be done by man. Um, there is a level of discernment that needs to be taken care of, and we can take care of that. But major factors, if we lean on God, he will uh, provide the rep- uh, will answer what is what is um, what is our issue um, now for those that take a more of a philosophical aspect approach to it they like to use the word karma so someone well you'd like to pit maneuver them because they you know cut you off oh so I have a chance to have a conversation with them well. Otherwise, they go on down the road and they don't know they made a mistake. They don't know how to fix this mistake. If I pit them, then we have to sit down and talk, and I can actually teach them why they were wrong. <laughs> and then your insurance goal. rate goes up by 40% <laughs> before you're dropped. Worth it. That's not a big deal. Not worth a big deal. it. <laughs> pennies on but a that person gets to, li- gets to live the rest of their life understanding what they did wrong, and that, that may lead to you know better, better outcomes. Life Lessons by Alan McFarland. <laughs> Words to live by. Another beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> now, see if you wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have had to done what I done. And now so you, now know you understand yeah. why I done what I done. And if you don't, well, I've got a baseball bat here in the truck with me, and we'll just add to the attitude adjustment that I've already added to you once. The more you know, the more yeah. you know. Turn so. the other cheek, brother. <laughs> Um, so those are approaches that really don't fall in line with what God wants. There is, there is those things just to be very simple, to be the exceptions that just frustrate all of us. We mm-hmm. don't like foolish drivers, but I don't think we're going to get past them. There's not enough time and you don't have enough money for cars to, to educate all the, the masses. The, the masses. masses. Unless you're Paul Pelosi. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> it's very true. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness. Of the, ooh, that jumped all the way to Philippians on me. I can't read a ruler in darkness. No. no, no so it's not good. Well, that's why we try not to judge anyone by our ruler because we don't judge ourselves with the same ruler. Thank you, Cam. Appreciate that. And um, so darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now, if you want to be able to stand as a man of valor and see victory, you've got to have on the riot armor. Now, if you're going to face someone that's got a gun, I don't think wrapping the Sunday morning newspaper across your chest is going to stop the 9 millimeter. No, those, those blow out lungs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've done well. We've done the testing on that, and just want to let you know that doesn't work. Anyway, yes. So, with that stated, you don't. You're not. Paper's not going to stop a bullet. 
you want body armor. Um, now, granted, there has been a few iPhones that have been destroyed, but saved a life from a bullet. I don't know anyone that's ever happened to them, but I've been told. I'm thinking of Demolition Ranch. Have you guys ever seen that? Oh, yes. I love yeah, that. Like, how many packs of peeps does it take to stop a 50 cow round? <laughs> <laughs> like, things like that. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so It is a pretty fantastic YouTube yes. channel. <laughs> All righty. So, now, with that stated, stand there for having your loins, your midsection, with the belt, um, girt about you with truth, having the breastplate of righteousness. So, right off the bat, breastplate. We want to protect the heart. Now, if you want to be defeated, the things that you love are the things that are going to easily defeat you. So when you look at it that way, um, for for a family man, how do you want to get to him? You mess with his family. If it's a single guy, you defeat him by getting to his heart through whatever devices that lead his direction. So if you are a guy, once again, we'll come back to those that cut you off. If you're driving a 1964 convertible Mustang and you want to pit maneuver someone, I'm probably liable to stop and smack you for going, what in the world were you thinking? A 1964 convertible and you pit maneuvering because you cut you off? I'm smacking both of you because you're both idiots. You for cutting him off, and you for wrecking a 1964 Mustang. To be fair, the rear differential was probably going to rip out from underneath it anyway. <laughs> Knowing him, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but you see my point, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm going to. I'll go to the heart of the situation. So, with that stated, and then going on, if you want to guide the directions of where you're going. Add and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So you're going to make sure that your footwear, shacks and and ones and Jordans aren't going to get you to the promised land. So the preparation of peace of the gospel, it's the pump, comes from the word of God. So you just got to um, jump up there, but it's got to. That's yep. I got another month. I got a sprained ankle. Yeah. Above all, take the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So I want you to picture this. They've got the fiery darts, fiery arrows coming at you. And one of the things that um, they did in uh, medieval times and probably a little bit sooner than that, they had their shields were covered with leather, and they would dip the shield into water and soak up that that leather would soak up water. And as those arrows or darts came in and hit and landed it didn't burn up the shield so that allowed them to kind of you know quench the darts quench the arrows and they could fight on of course you get enough in you just take your short and then you fight on look so much cooler and everything then the fiery arrows light the previous arrows and now you're in a bad way (laughs) (laughs) Um, back to the water back to the water water. Um, I dip for you. And a dip for you. Yes. <laughs> you can quench it in the blood of those that have fallen. Um, uh, yeah, no. I like that. But anyway, so above all, taking the shield of faith and uh, take the helmet of salvation. Now, the helmet of salvation, 
where is a man going to most likely find defeat? He's going to find it def- uh, below his knees, like where his shoes are usually. His defeat, where, yes, where he he'll find. He'll find. Well, that's why they're shod with the you know gospel of peace. Makes sense. So you've got your shoes on, but that helmet is going to cover that brain. That's supposed to have the ability to think before you do something stupid. The vast majority of us will find that we'll do something stupid and then have to think afterwards. Like the 46th president of the United States. Well, he's not thinking afterwards. And all after him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, oh, goodness. I need a Southern moment. Bless their hearts. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bless their hearts. That's a southern way of saying I'm about to talk some trash. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be easy to, but we'll. Um, I I have tried to do my best. Well, we're about three minutes to, away from it, so yes, be ready. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, you've got and then and the sword of the spirit. Now I tell you what. Now there isn't that is an item that it, when you wield it correctly you'll find some of your greatest victories when you use the word correctly. Now, Christ went back, and I believe he, he pretty much, um, two of the three times that when he went up against the devil in the wilderness after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, two times he went into Deuteronomy, and the third time I believe he went into the Psalms. So he went through. Now, if there's anyone that knows Scripture, these are the two people that know scripture and the old devil. This is why he put on the helmet of salva- uh, helmet of salvation. He knows scripture and he knows how to just tweak a word or two just to say, well, actually scripture says this. And that's why you need. And one of the things that this show does is helps to educate those that need a better understanding of truth. So oftentimes we just find it in TikTok or Twitter and that defines all the news that we need to know. But nonetheless, so, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So, it just doesn't look like quite the sword. But when it is used the way it needs to, sharper than a two-edged sword. I'm glad I put my little Easter egg in there because, nope, that was the wrong spot. Yep. That was the problem. I used an Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. Nah, there we go. Should have went with the chicken. Alan knows. Alan knows, yes. <laughs> but now... <laughs> I don't. He doesn't know. <laughs> but now, everything, everything that we've talked about only takes place when we do this next thing. Praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So if you want to have your greatest battle, you've got to, you've got to in essence, get to the gym, get the word, and get it understood. In Second uh, Timothy, uh, verse 15 says, uh, Show thyself to be approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. So if you want to find victory, you understand how the word needs to be divided. Now we've kind of we've been a little loose with it and that's kind of partly for entertainment value and it's 
hard for me to keep some of these young men corralled in, but that's another story altogether. Um, but we, we kind of have fun with it and that's kind of part of it. But in the end, the truth still holds to be true in order to get where you want to get, you've got to have an understanding of what's in here and divide it, divide it correctly, use it correctly. And when you do that, you can see great things take place in your life. Um, Paul, Paul had a four throw th- 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 remix. Mm. All right, now that we've we've rewinded the show, um, exactly. Yeah, man, that was beautiful. It's a wonderful day in my neighborhood. So when we go through and we do the things that we need to do, God will give us exactly what we need. We can train. We can get our sword rightly divide the word and we can win the battles that seem to be the most difficult to win. So, um, by all means, um, don't be afraid to fight the battle. The biggest loss that you can have is not fighting at all. So stand up for the truth. What is the truth? The truth is the word of God is Jesus Christ. Jesus said he was the way, the truth and the life. So when you hear so many people go through and say, well, the truth will set you free. I'm like, yeah, he did. Yeah. And so you never worry about the battle when you're equipped properly. Exactly, yeah. exactly. When you've got the right tools, you know, the right tool for the weapon, the weapon of choice for Americans today is your AR-15. Very capable. A 90-pound woman can handle an AR quite sufficiently. So with that stated... You talk about the word and not coming back void. You know what will come back void though. Um, it's this, it's this, uh, this raid on Mar-a-Lago. I think it's just going to haunt the Democrats all the way in through midterms, isn't it? Um, so coming from post millennial, uh, yeah, the post millennial this week, um, judge orders release of redacted Mar-a-Lago uh, search warrant. Um, I love that word, <laughs> redacted. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's going to be plenty of marker on that. Or crayon, if it's the Democrats marking it. So, anyway, <clears throat> uh, the the news comes after Judge Bruce Reinhardt, uh, who approved the search warrant authorizing the raid of Trump's Mar-a-Lago residency, uh, said on August 22nd that the raid was unprecedented and form, uh, formally rejected uh, the, the Biden administration's argument to keep the affidavit sealed, citing, uh, quote, intense public and historical interest. Um, Reinhardt said that, he gave the Department of Justice opportunity to pose redaction last week, given the Biden regime a deadline on Thursday, of Thursday, August 25th. Trump was, oh. yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Trump is in uh, New York as a uh, as 30 FBI agents. Think about that for a second. He's in another town, and they're just waltzing in his house with 30 FBI agents. And they spent most of their time in Melania's closet. Uh, maybe. Um, well, that, that's 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 what was that was said on the news. That, uh, um, I wish I had. I can't remember the site. Just like most of his voters stay in theirs. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sorry, his, his while while his Mar- but yeah, thirty FBI agents was uh, in in his Mar-a-Lago estate on August eighth uh, and took several boxes of material from the former president's residence that week. Uh, the raid allegedly. Boxers came in response to beliefs that 
Trump withheld documents covered under the Presidential Records Act. Uh, Trump has said that the documents that the FBI retrieved from the estate had been declassified. Uh, he, he was the president that declassified the most documents of any president, so keep that in mind. Um, through a standing order of Trump's uh, uh, that, uh, that let him take classified materials from the White House to his private residence so he could work out uh, of his uh, home office. So in all, and on August 11th, United States Attorney General Merrick Garland confirmed that he personally approved of the FBI raid. Thoughts? I think I want to go to Alan first on this one. Me? Yeah. Why are you picking on me? <laughs> I only have like sarcastic quips. Um, oh man, I I'm not. I am definitely a person who likes to wait and see on everything. So while that happened, I was pretty irritated. But then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should lay back and not open my big mouth, and so I don't have to worry about anything on the back end of this. Um, you know, if you look, depending on what outlets you look at. You know, right-wing outlets are telling you this was a sham, this is ridiculous. Left-wing outlets are saying there were 300 pieces. They were shared amongst, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 people um, that he shouldn't have done, and he shouldn't have shared it with those people. And, again, I know you would love something out of me right now, but I think I'm going to lay low on this one and give it some time for some proof to come out on either end. Yeah, well, I mean, we do have that affidavit that's going to hopefully um, – allow for us to have a little more clarity on it. Um, I, I know I would certainly love to have some more clarity on it and figure out exactly what was approved for them to actually get one uh, during this raid, which Trump actually told them previously, like, look, you can come into my home and I'll hand you everything you want. Like you, you whatever you've requested, you know, of course between him, the lawyers would have to be the ones to, to retrieve everything, but um, and seeing as they weren't allowed to be present. Yeah. But that was kind of ridiculous and, you know, anyway, sorry, go ahead. But yeah, it's, it's, that's another unprecedented thing. <laughs> Apparently I think it was like 10 feet away. They, they were, they showed the supposed affidavit or the yeah supposed uh, warrant. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm at a loss. No thoughts? Afraid of thoughts? Yes. Okay. But I think I just, I'll stand on Hillary Clinton and whitewash. Oh yes, yeah, ble- bleached uh, bleached hard drives. Um, it's a program, not not actual like Clorox bleach, but uh, <laughs> bleached hard drives and and um, uh, Blackberries smashed with hammers. Yeah. Um, but equally effective. Yeah, uh, God forbid that uh, Donald Trump has. Uh, few documents with perforated edges. I mean, I'm I'm more I'm not I'm less concerned with Hillary Clinton in that situation. Yeah. I'm a lot more concerned with the simple fact that the FBI has declined, has absolutely declined to do anything with Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah. They have yeah. came out and they said they're they're not going to do anything with it, but this is where they're going with it. I mean, Hillary Clinton, yeah, okay, that's fine, you know. We can The problem is we we as conservatives sound like we're going, but it's not fair. Yeah. But it's no, not fair. I, I'm not necessarily saying that. Well, I guess I technically I am because that's uh, how they portray us. Yeah. If, yeah. if we say that, so yeah, I've seen a few left wing podcasts it, like this. It, it, it runs through. <laughs> they they say, well, this was legal. This was it was all legal. I'm like, if you declassify it, then it shouldn't be an issue. Why is it an issue now? One hundred percent. So, I'm. Um, I'm almost at a point, if it wasn't for some of my dark past, 
I'd throw my hat in the ring and say, vote for me. <laughs> I mean, in, really, what it comes down to 2024. What it really comes down to is the simple fact that um, how do you get people to stop paying attention to gasoline? How do you get them to stop paying attention to inflation? How do you get them to stop paying attention to the border? Um, Trump, that name by itself weighs. And you just you, you it's take a, the it's a cowbell, the the, the <laughs> cowbell, the the jingly keys. Um, now I the, now I don't the, have the cowbells the, in studio. The, right, the, don't the, have the, <laughs> the squeaky bells, uh, the the squeaky um, the squeaky toys for your dogs. You know anything? And see that's that's where we are as a society. Anything you you um, someone will go viral, and that'll be more important. That'll be the new news. I do want to bounce something in the new. I don't. I know it's not in here, but I want to bounce something out there okay. uh, toward the end. But I want to get through everything else, and we have a few minutes. I want to throw something. I think it's crazy that's uh, that we're seeing happen. But go ahead. Absolutely. Um, speaking of crazy, though, <laughs> um, no shortage of that in this society. So no shortage of that in this room. So <laughs> Biden's trying to approve a bailout for the wealthy. So coming from Daily Caller this week, uh, Republicans rip on Biden's student loan. Bailout for the wealthy. Um, well, now it, it Republicans uh, almost uh, uniformly uh, condemned President Joe Biden's decision to cancel some student loan debt uh, while extending the moratorium on federal loan uh, collection through the end of 2022. Biden's plan includes ten thousand dollars of debt relief for individuals making less than one hundred twenty-five thousand or families making less than two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, it cancels an additional ten thousand dollars for individuals. Who received Pell Grants uh, need-based subsidi- uh, subsidies for low-income college applicants. Although the White House claims that no Americans in the top 5% are earners will benefit from the action, most economists, whatever that's worth, whatever that's worth nevertheless agree that student uh, debt relief disproportionately benefits middle and upper-class Americans, uh, particularly those with graduate degrees. Um, now, when it comes to college education, for what it's worth, because um, I have an associate's business administration sitting room right behind you there, Dad, mm-hmm. and um, it's the most expensive piece of paper that's, that's in this room. I guarantee it, and I'm still paying on it, but you know what? I, it's my debt to pay. I made the decision to go learn how to be a dummy, and uh, <laughs> that's, that's... I'd like to argue a portion <laughs> of that, just not all of it, but a portion of it. There's... Um, there's a method to his madness, and I think the madness won out over the method. So, you know, um, I pray that you, the this comes to some level of fruition and victory with that piece of paper. Um, I, I kind of like the thought of a certain level of assistance there, but he, and I'm going to say it in this fashion. Educate these kids going into college on how to actually appropriate the funds. Literally, there is a gentleman, a gentleman of color, a young, young black man, that put an app together. He pulled a million in um, grants. Grant and what well, what in grants? Um, scholarships. Scholarships. Okay. Million dollars of scholarships. So this is money that doesn't have to be paid back. Companies, nonprofits offered him based upon his education level that they said, we're going to take a shot on you. Here's some funds, get through school. So literally a million dollars, that's going to cover you through Dartmouth, Princeton, Harvard, 
any of those well, other universities. At least until they raise it by another 10000 Well, you know, touche. So that's what I've been explaining to people the last couple of days. Um, a lot of people have been blaming the banks. The, all these horrible banks with their predatory practices and so on and so forth. Okay, first of all, if the government stepped in and told you how to run your company and then told you you had to extend credit to anyone and everyone, no matter what their credit rating was, and you have to do it, you have to realize that probably 30 to 40% of those people are not going to pay you, so you're losing money, money left and right. Yes. So you have to make that money elsewhere. Now, set that aside. Um, the wonderful thing that people think about with their education is they love the university they went to. Oh my God, IU is fantastic, right? But yeah. the problem is IU understands that you're going to be given that loan no matter what. So they understand there's a huge demand for their education. Therefore, they can charge whatever they want because they know you can pay it. Because if, you, they, they, if they give you a quote for X number of dollars, the government is telling this bank that they have to give you X number of dollars. So they keep driving the, the cost of education up, thus putting you further in debt. And therefore, but people walk away hating the bank and not the education system. Okay. And then I have, I have an analogy to that. A woman took a grant or took a loan to further her education. Hold on. Be careful, Dad. You don't know if she's a woman. You're not a biologist. Whoa. <laughs> it's ma'am. <laughs> she, has, she has a womanesque attitude. Okay. Did give birth because she's a birthing person. Okay. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alan's like too much PC. I can't handle it. Ah. <laughs> His headphones came off and everything. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, but that is on camera. No, listen, it, a woman. Period. Um, she gave birth to a girl. Ergo, woman. So with that said, she took that loan out. Did not pay for that semester. She took, I think it was for like ten grand. She paid off her credit cards. And paid for the hotel room for her and three other girls to go to Fort Lauderdale for spring break. And then you want to go through and say, we need debt forgiveness for this. I was like, guess what? If your philosophy of art, I believe that is a degree that you can get. You can get a doctorate in it. What job can you get that is going to have that type of degree that is going to be needed? Professor for philosophy of art. Correct. 100%. Okay. So if every college has, okay, unless you create a college, every college has that professor. Agree? Yeah. There needs to be those slight variations, though. That's okay. how you make it into a oh, well, pseudo well, I'm, degree. I'm more woke, so you got to fire him because I fit into the philosophy of life in a better sense of the word. Um, I, re I identify as that so therefore my degree trumps all of yours okay <laughs> so with that stated so then i mean i guess why don't we play that philosophy well i don't know you ident i i identify as free clear i'm, I'm debt free when i was so. at ipui they allowed us to use our student loans to buy vehicles yeah, yeah. because we couldn't stay on campus at the time did you imagine that just wiping <laughs> buy the vehicle wipe it out but, uh, you know, consolidate your loans, guys. I mean, it's, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah Sally well, May was not nice to me, so I just no. said, hey, how would I go to Chase and talk to them and see what they can do for me? And I just yanked it out of their hands. Yeah. yeah. And the interest rates are astronomical. But in the end, if you hustle, there are scholarships out there. If you honestly believe that 
college is going to benefit you and you are you're going to receive a a degree that is going to get you into a job that will pay the debt but if you're smart oh that's called a trade school <laughs> well if, if well I, I can do you one better if you know how to weld you can join the iron workers if you know how to put in a window you can join the glazers if you know how to paint you join the painters trade schools yeah. sound like really bad basketball teams <laughs> well actually some of our some of our guys are very good at basketball and some of our guys are very good at football and baseball so um and and the other football soccer it's fair and uh, so with that stated there are businesses and that that is that is a beautiful thing right there and referencing the whole notion that uh, this we need to pay off these student debts my son has a four-year degree mine's two year two year 18 months if we're being technical okay how long did it take you to achieve it 18 months 18 months Mm -hmm. yeah that was it yeah Okay, those months just flew by. I thought it was longer. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly felt like longer for because I made everybody's life miserable because I was yes. I was newlywed, working full time, and going to school full time. So, uh, so, yeah. that, so there was a lot on my plate, not so much on his. He had a lot on his plate, but in the end, I'm the one at the home. Um, but listen, you if you go through and look at today's standings, you've got all these computer grads, AI grads graduating from college, got a four-year degree, and they're struggling to find a company to fit into. I joined the union, went through four years of training, and I'm making more money than they are. Now, when they get to where they're at the level that they want to get to, that they was advertised in all the computer magazines, is like, oh, well, if you want a six-figure job, a home in Malibu and in Daytona, this is the job for you. Well, the, the average college student going to a university nowadays um, expects to first first job out of college uh, with a four-year degree. They, they expect to make 103000 on average a year. <laughs> That's what they expect. So when, the, when, their, when their student debt is... Several times that, and they go, "Well, why aren't I making one hundred three thousand dollars?" Like, like you uh, said in your in your uh, message, you said you got to start sweeping the floor first. Yeah. yeah, you didn't realize that they told you job placement percentage. They didn't say job placement in your field. Yeah, they didn't say job placement at one hundred three thousand. They said you got a job. You got a job, and so <laughs> you got a philosophy degree. Yeah, you got a degree. stop it. Stop, yeah, <laughs> philosophy. Um, <laughs> Language arts. You can philosophize for free. Yeah, you can philosophy uh, for free. Yeah, go down uh, to the go down to the homeless camp downtown in Indianapolis. So you find plenty of really good philosophers down there. Actually, at this point in time, <laughs> the main thing that college produces are four, four four year idiots with debt. Um, because in the end, someone that didn't finish high school forty year ago is sitting back with a, a six-figure income from an auto manufacturer um, and is still, and they're like, well, well, that's because unions are bad. It's like, no, 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 no. Um, it depends upon what level of union you are. Um, now, with that said, um, individuals have a tendency to get involved in certain specific items of um, interest. 
interest, yes. <laughs> and those individuals have other individuals that do shadier things. So, yes, there are levels of society that are controlled by other factions of life. Speaking now, of people controlling only, things. Exactly. <laughs> that actually uh, leads us into our, our third art, our article this week from Just the News. Uh, Dr. Fauci was once again in the news. Uh, GOP uh, congresswoman urges term limits for federal bureaucrats as Fauci announces his retirement. Thank you, God. Uh, <clears throat> it's about well, time. I figured he's made enough money off of the American people, off the taxpayers. It's it's time to, well, you know what? I've done all. I've been all I can be, so I've done Army. He's good at we, failing. He's we, good at failing. We've finally seen the conclusion to the worst virus in our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Dr. Exactly. Fauci. Yes. That's teamwork. Uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, the and I wouldn't even limit that to that equation. I mean, let's let's go ahead and run it across the board. There needs to be an uh, an improved educational system in our government today. Government was never meant to be um, a tyrannical situation. Um, they can identify it to be um, working on a social philosophy. If Uh-oh. you want to see social philosophy, philosophy, social philosophy, there we go work, again. Working correctly, here's how that works. If you need something that I have, Alan, then I can help you out with that. But I also know that you are skilled at a couple different things that would help me out. So I'm willing to trade this for that. Are you good with that? No, we need a third party to to determine exactly what yours is worth and what my labor is worth. <clears throat> but then you don't need what I've got bad enough. <laughs> so I can't make a shady deal. Forget it. It's off. So yes. No. Yes. <laughs> and that is exactly like uh, Dr. Fauci. Now, um, uh, representative uh, Claudia Tenney said, uh, quote, maybe we need term limits on bureaucrats serving in government. Um, she said that Tuesday in the wake of Dr. Fauci's recent announcement that he is retiring from the federal government after serving as director of the national Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, uh, and NIAID, however you, since 1984. So that's a long time. No wonder he's so Orwellian. Um, you know, the place that pumps money into, you know, <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> sorry, YouTube. Anyway, um, maybe that's, we'll just skip right over it. <laughs> maybe that's one of the solutions we should have, Tenny told the John Solomon uh, Reports podcast. Maybe we should revisit some of the ideas of people saying too long and uh, staying too long and not really doing the job they need to do. Um, and I would even take it one step further and say, you know, term limits for Congress people, term Absolutely. limits for senators uh, that are that are, you know, you know saying, they go hey, through and say one man shouldn't have total power, so they give eight years to a man to be president. But Nancy Pelosi has spent two lifetimes in there. Yeah, I mean, right. they, you didn't they, know she was that old that she's got two lifetimes in there. <laughs> my word. Uh, oh, things I can only say on my show. Yeah. Um, the camera certainly knows that she spent two lifetimes in there. <laughs> right. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes, term limits, fantastic. I love the idea because um, they fall in a bubble, right? Like they get there and everyone goes there with the mindset that they're going to change the world. And those first couple of years, they actually do. If you look at... Uh, lawmakers, they typically make the biggest impact and the best impact for people in the first 
two or three years they're there. And then they That's fall on in. the premise that they are allowed to because there's been some freshmen that have been kind of pimp slapped. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't, do, you can't do it that way. I mean, AOC's written more laws than anybody else. Well, those were already written. Ask your publicist. Uh, they just never go through. Um, we just can't put, we can't throw 500 omnibus packages through a year. Um, we also can't translate it. That's true. It's in horse. Uh, so. <laughs> he always talks to me that way. <laughs> but. They're the most effective the first couple of years, if they're allowed to be, obviously. Yeah. And then afterward, they start playing this game. They're in a bubble. Uh, they're competing with each other. They're no longer rep- truly representing the people that they should be representing. Exactly. And I think that you know that fresh mindset, that fresh blood coming in and out constantly is really going to, to generate uh, a positive change. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, see, that's where I think we are because we've got a lot of young people that have a mindset that there's, there's things they want to change. And I, I don't mind change. Um, you know, put enough change together, you got a dollar. Um, I was going to leave all that alone. <laughs> I'm happy you didn't. <laughs> so with that stated, at some point, you've got to get rid of of an age that just has that mindset that we're fine working just the way we're working. Not, not even age, and I think Alan put, well, said well, the right word there. He said, he said he called them representatives. Yes. That's what they need. That's a, number well, one, the thing that they need to remember is that they are representatives. representatives. They're not leaders. No, they're not leading no, anybody. No. We lead them. That's how they got into office. And if we if they had term limits, um, we could wave bye-bye to them after a couple uh, terms, and we get new people. We're refreshing it. And now we've got um, people that are young and hungry, or hopefully they're young, <laughs> uh, and they're, they're hungry for the change, for moving forward, for bettering society and um, and actually representing and uh, in my mind, hopefully shrinking the government and giving the power back to the states. That makes Alan feel all warm and fuzzy oh, inside. Warm and fuzzy. Um, but uh, Fauci announced Monday that he would be stepping down from his position uh, as the as that director, uh, chief uh, chief medical advisor at the NIAID. Um, President Joe Biden. Uh, uh, for President Joe Biden before the end of the calendar year. So uh, I know that we all like to see him go. He's, he's been wrong so many times. Um, so certainly bureaucrats, we, we, we touched on some some other um, forms of government that need to be term limited. Um, but that needs to be remembered that they are representatives. That the, and if you don't want them in there, get down there and vote. It's it's coming up very soon. It's coming up very soon. We're, we're, we're in a midterm year. If and you've got a driver's license, you should have been asked, do you want to register to vote? And you can simply say yes well, or no. At least in the state of Indiana. Yes. Um, but I think it, more states should have that. I mean, if you're on you the side have, of the Rio Grande. No, wait, that's not okay. Yes. Not, well, if you're south of the Rio Grande, you get to vote for free when you come across. Even if they tell you that getting a state ID is too difficult for you, just go. You know where the, the DMV, BMV is at. Go get your ID. <laughs> And <laughs> get down there and vote. You know who you want to represent you. You know you know what issues uh, that you... What is important to you yes. if, in order to, and how speak, you want to be speak boldly through the actions of those that are saying, I will go and fight this battle. You can stay home, work, take care of the family, be all you can be here, and I'm willing to go and fight there. And, and I think that's what needs to be done, and that runs back into the term limits. 
But at the same time, I, I think there are factions within our um, our levels of our union, and that, that's I use that term loosely when it comes to those elected officials, um, elected officers. Um, our constitutional republic. Yes. Yeah. It is. Um, they have they've lost sight of where we all began, and then um, they love to go through and kind of twist that around. Well, because we were one way, we can make laws accordingly this way. And in the end, they're making laws to fix laws, to adjust laws, so other laws make sense. It's all written in crown. It, yes. Um, and that's the problem. Now, um, just before we started on uh, our articles, uh, Alan, Somebody you said just highlighter. you had something you wanted to really uh, touch on a little bit. Uh, just real quick, and it, it has a lot to do with uh, Fauci, COVID, Trump, all that stuff. I'm yes. kind of happy this kind of hits a crossroads here. Um, not only has YouTube dropped a lot of restrictions about talking about COVID, uh, for some reason they're perfectly fine with you mentioning a, a few things that you were no longer, that you were not allowed to speak on before. Yeah. I'm not going to dive into that. But yeah, I got the terms of service email. You did? Yeah. You like that? You like how they're like, hey, you can now talk about this. You just can't talk about that. Now, they've lightened that up, uh, which kind of means that either a lot of people have spoken out, which thank you, yes. or or it means that there's proof otherwise, so they have to let it go Yo. or they look bad. Um, so you have that, right? You're also seeing a huge swing. And where Trump kind of comes this and Fauci comes in was initially, okay, uh, Yay, praise Biden, because we have this amazing vaccine. Okay. Again, we, 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 know, the, we know the story. We know the yeah. truth. We know the narrative, right? Yeah. The narrative was X, which was praise Biden for this, right? We know Trump was the one who pushed this through, obviously. Yeah. Um, but now, we, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of the truth coming out as far as what is happening to people. I think a lot of those things are going to come out because they're trying to do like, they're trying to basically make a slingshot out of this. They're going, okay, great. Trump is building ahead of steam. By the way, did you know he sped this vaccine through and look at these poor people who have all these negative, yeah, these negative, um, ne negative effects. Okay. Side, thank you. Thank you. The side effects. effects. Yes. So now, now they're starting to slingshot it back, right? They're going, yeah. okay, Hey, uh, you know, these negative effects, everybody can agree that these negative effects have happened. These poor people. Did you know he pushed this thing through? It's the boomerang effect. Exactly. That's a theory. Just a theory. It's not like evolution that's been so proven. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I, I know what Trump's going to do. He's, I'm rubber and you're glue. Uh, everything you say bounces off, off me. me. It sticks to you. It yes. sticks to you. Yes. Believe me. <laughs> so I just, you know, I saw that happening and uh, I thought that would be a fun. I'm sorry, yes. Cam, talk. Yes. Yes. It's all you, buddy. We're all staring at you now. Why me? <laughs> <laughs> Why me, Lord? You stepped up. Yes. You put on the armor. Yes. I'm just making side comments over here. <laughs> <laughs> Not loud enough either, though. <laughs> Never. He'll get there. Yes. He'll get there. Be, be bold in your walk. Be bold in your faith. And be bold in your words. Because the devil... Don't take the time to ask you twice. You either defeat him or he'll defeat you. So trust in the Lord and guide and direct in that fashion. Um, yeah, we've got we've got a messed up society. America needs to research where we started, what we were all about. I mean, the simple fact is they started out. Well, we've got a society that says, you know, all those old people, 
Well, the vast majority of those guys were in their 30s. I don't think 30 is declared old. If it is, I'm really hurt. What do you declare old? Comment in the, in the yes, comment, comment section. Please do. Comment. <laughs> we want to know. You know it, there were a lot of times you were reading today. You were actually going through everything. I didn't know if you were actually reading or just reciting what you remembered from back then. Um, th- there's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no, I am. You had such clarity. So, yes. Hey, being there firthand and getting getting eyewitness reports and and not being able to really get into with Samuel and writing the word, it was, yes. What's it, really impressive, Alan, is that it's not a large print Bible. <laughs> oh, man. This one is. No, the, um, as you notice, I for those that have watched, uh, you notice that my Bible is a little different. Um, we actually have a very large table to scale it down. Yes. Um, for me, this it's is, huge. It's huge. huge. Yes. Um, no, I brought this one in. I've got been going through with uh, church, going through the Book of Obadiah. So I've got a lot of notes, a lot of post notes in different places for different scriptures. So with that, it's like uh, I don't need all these extra side notes um, in the middle of what I'm trying to get across tonight. So, to say the least, uh, it, as a nation, it's time to fight. Fight against the wrongs of we're gonna where, we're gonna fight like hell. Yes, um, we've got to fight to get truth to be where it needs to be. Um, we've got to come to the realization if if truth doesn't cross all the boundaries, then we've lost it. Um, truth has to the truth has to be relative and and absolute for everyone. Um, I'm kind of tired of. It's your truth. Well, your truth doesn't trump my truth. Well, truth is truth. There isn't an, a yin and a yang to truth. Uh, truth has got to be truth. And if that's not where it's at, then we need to get back to a better understanding of where we are, where we're going. And that's why it's time. The warrior that you are needs to come out, stand up and fight. Fight the good fight of truth. And, and, and if this fight is going to get online so that I can upload it, um, we are we are a few minutes yes, over right now. So absolutely. Uh, if you would go ahead and get us home in prayer, Dad, and yes. uh, we'll do some outros and we'll get out of here. Blessed Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are on the throne, Lord, and you you set up kingdoms and you can tear those kingdoms down, Lord. You let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, Lord, and we cannot thank you enough for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the show tonight, Lord. We just had a good time. I pray that there are those out there that heard the word and, and received a gold nugget of truth in that word, Lord. Let them stand and fight knowing that the warrior that is in them is ready to come out. Let them take on the battles of life as they need to with you leading the charge. Let them take up your banner of truth and your word, Lord, and hold fast to their heart with it, Lord. Take us home safely. We just glorify and praise you in Jesus' heavenly name. Amen. 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 That is That was the voice of my father, Gary Moore, host of More on the Moore. Not uh, not currently under the banner of Revolver Broadcasting. We're trying. Um, so if you want to see him as part of Revolver Broadcasting, please comment and let him know. Um, but even if even if you don't, uh, maybe you just want to just go enjoy some good faith-based content, go over and check out More on the Moore. Subscribe, share, and all that good stuff, just like you do with our show. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. And, well, shows. Right, Alan? And, right. <laughs> and uh, next to him, we have young Mr. Cam Reed. Thank you for having me. 
Uh, thank you for joining us, and and thank you for participating. This, is, this has been this has been like great. Two weeks in a row, man. Two weeks in a row. So props for that. Props for that. And uh, across from him, you know him, you love him. Well, maybe you don't love him. No, probably. Not. <laughs> but we love him. Host of the Laughing Libertarian, Alan McFarlane. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, and it's always, always a pleasure. Uh, and thank you for bringing the jokes. Uh, they brought the heat a little bit this week. It was, it was good. I try. I try. Yeah. yeah. You know, stay in good practice. <laughs> Bobbing and weaving through the fight. Yes. It's good to do that. And uh, speaking of practice, I am practicing trying to walk straight again. I've got some physical therapy coming up. So pray for me. You know, leave some comments. Right. And it's just a sprained ankle. Win. But right. hey. Hey, and believe it or not, yeah. I, I'm 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 this close to forty. I'm I'm, I'm going to be thirty nine this this coming month. So, gotta uh, <laughs> gotta take a little bit better reins on my health. So, um, anyway, I'm your host Joshua Cummins. Thank you for joining us here on Faith, Family, and Politics. We'll see you next time. Yeah.